Welcome to In Real Time, where we as Heights Church are inviting you in for real conversations about leading people, organizations, and change in the new normal. We're hoping that our real discussions about our church's journey will help you as you reimagine and rebuild yours. Welcome to In Real Time, where we're having real conversations about leading people, organization, and change. And I'm Craig Sweeney, your host, and I'm joined by two other hosts today. But before we get to them, our topic today is the game plan. We're going to be reviewing our summer game plan, and we're going to be kind of forecasting, talking a little bit about what's happening this fall Mm -hmm. and what our game plan is there. Specifically, we're going to be drilling down on the question of what makes you successful in that particular season. And so we'll shed some light on that in just a moment. But if you like this episode, and we hope you do, we know you do, hit the like, hit the subscribe, and the bell notifications. You won't miss one episode as it drops. And I think right now, my two co-hosts, you guys ought to introduce yourselves. I'm Jennifer, and I serve as the children's pastor here at Heights Church. Perfect. And my name is Justin. I am the Life Groups Pastor. Perfect. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. So uh, today we're going to be talking about the game plan. Could somebody tell me, for anybody who has not heard us talk about the game plan, what is that? What is that? The game plan is a document that we have. It Mm -hmm. tells us what our mission, our vision is, and how we're going to accomplish our mission and Mm -hmm. vision, and really how we're going to relate to one another. That's good. And so is this something that changes all the time? We like revamp our vision and mission every three, four months? It hasn't changed the entire time I've been here. Yeah. We've had, I think, some verbiage, a little bit of change from people experiencing God or People coming to become fully known, fully fully devoted followers followers of of Jesus. Yeah, that was the old Mm -hmm. one. That was the old one. Yep, yep. Now it's providing opportunities Mm -hmm. for people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus. So there was a little bit of a verbiage switch. Now now that's our mission statement. That's our mission. Yeah, we didn't have a vision statement before. We didn't have a vision statement before. Yeah. And now our vision statement is people experiencing God. Yeah. But every season, we have some highlights that we want to focus on mm-hmm. for the season. Mm-hmm. And those change. Mm-hmm. And we get together as a management team, mm-hmm. and we discuss what we think is important yep. um, and what our rally cry will be, yeah. which is what's our motivating thing that we want to champion this mm-hmm. next season yeah. that will get us to reach to that goal. That's really good. Really well, good. And if people are wondering too, you know, where can I find out more about this? We did a deep dive back early on in our earlier episodes, if I'm not mistaken, into the game plan, how it answers the questions, what the questions are. So if you're really curious, man, go back and read those or watch those because uh, that's really where you hear the heart of who we are. How do we behave? We walk you through all of it step by step to help you just get better because it really is a foundational document for us here at Heights Church. I mean, I know it answers a ton of questions for me of, should we do this? Should we not do this? Is this a good idea? Is this worth the risk? And if it fits within those guardrails, because that's really what those are, is Mm -hmm. the guardrails for us as a team, Yeah. um, then the answer is, sure, why not? Let's try it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. If it fails, it fails. And then we go, we don't do that again and go from there. So, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So the game plan offers us clarity about 
our vision, our mission, how we're going to accomplish these things and how we're going to behave as a team yes. while we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And really, it defines culture for us in yes. that way as well. Totally. So, And I would add this, yeah. Pastor Craig, mm-hmm. we use it as an equipping document with our volunteers, yeah. with our right. team. And mm-hmm. so we use that to teach and equip them for ministry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, one of the greatest things about it for me is that for each season, and when we talk about season, we're actually it kind of does break down into the seasons. Pretty much. All right, you got winter, spring, summer, and fall, and we just finished up summer, so that mm-hmm. was a season that we had game plan written out. Now we again the first one, first couple of questions about vision, mission, culture, values. We don't really change those season to season. Every maybe three to five years, we'll cha- change those up, refresh them, but we do answer the question every season. What's going to make us successful with the mission, the vision, Mm -hmm. moving forward in the next three months? Mm -hmm. And so that's today what we want to review for the summer, and we also want to look forward to for the fall. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the summer, our specific, intentional three things that we looked to, which was back in the spring when we said, hey, when we're looking at the summer... If there's three things that we think are going to make us successful, then we think these are the three things. Let's really focus in on those as a whole church team. And the uh, first one was about growing ministry partners. Mm -hmm. Why did we choose that one? And do we think we were able to be successful in that? I think the reason why we chose that is because we knew that all of us needed volunteers. Yeah. And children's, we need more volunteers. Students needed more volunteers. Mm-hmm. Justin, I know hospitality that always hospitality needs But also, always. you needed more life group leaders. Yeah. Yeah, we know that we're at capacity. And mm-hmm. so, we were seeing at all of our teams like, mm-hmm. this is a real mm-hmm. tangible need. Yeah. yeah. We all need vol- more volunteers. Yeah. And we need that, or we're going to have a lid. Mm-hmm. Yeah on how far we can grow as a church. And so it was just a real practical need for us. Yeah. And I would say it still is. Yeah. And, and I think the other aspect of that, yeah, it definitely was a lid. We couldn't really grow past the volunteers that we had. And then secondly, also, we also know that people needed to be more engaged. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so it allowed a place for them to re-engage with their serving. Mm -hmm. And we know that when people serve, they are more engaged. They they feel more like an owner because they are. Yes. <laughs> it's the reason why you feel like that. It's because you are. And so we love that. And prior to COVID, uh, we had about 40% of our church were actually serving, mm-hmm. but we had gotten down into the probably 15, 20 percentile mm-hmm. pri- uh, after. And so I know this has been a focus for us. And so we said, hey, let's take advantage of the summer. Yeah. Let's continue to grow those teams. And did we do it? I think we did. In, in certain places for me and other places, not so much. Yeah. That's kind of the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, some places I, like we were able to grow and gather new life group leaders that we'll be launching in the fall, which is mm-hmm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a couple of the other areas, okay, I could we could still use some more. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the reality. Right. I just need more. Yeah. Um, and so, but then we, we also launched and we're launching a whole new place of service. Mm-hmm. And so... Yes and no. It's it's this weird catch twenty two, right? I yeah. mean, it's not just there's no straight line for that one. It's not up and to the right. Yes, we were successful all the way. Yeah. 
Um, some places did really well. Other places that I, I was like, mm, I, st I still need more here. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. 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 But I think we made up ground overall Absol because okay. that was an intentional focus. So I'd say that we had some success for mm -hmm. sure in it, and especially it being summer because you don't really think of summer as being a place that you grow. Yeah. But I think you can. It's a perfect time, actually, mm -hmm. to engage the people in a personal conversation to invite them. Yeah. So love that. And I know that meant us as leaders diving into some personal conversations, not just making announcements from the front. No, yes. it's no. that personal invitation. Yeah. Yeah. Personal is always much more effective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, statistically, people say three out of four people who are currently serving today are serving because someone personally asked them not because they heard an announcement from the front. Hmm. That's huge. That is huge. And so we always try to keep that in mind. Okay, uh, another one that we said will be successful if we lean into our summer events. Mm -hmm. So I know, Justin, you specifically had a lot of these summer events. You weren't exclusive, but you had a number of them. Tell us about the labs, because that was huge, huge so, success. Really quick, just a quick summary of what the labs are. Uh, about four years ago, we you came up with this idea of we want to do some deeper dives into theology in places that aren't on Sunday mornings, that aren't in our life groups. We need a venue. How do we fix this? And how do we figure mm -hmm. this out? So we started doing these things we call life group labs, which are a deeper dive into something specific. Mm -hmm. And what I know is that there's a group of pastors that are incredibly gifted, great, great, uh, great communicators. God is called blessed. And so, um, Last year, we had seven life group labs that we had done and good interest. People were connected. People were diving in. But man, this year uh, we had nine. In fact, we just wrapped up our last lab and we've easily doubled the amount of attendance mm. in those. Wow. From summer to summer. From summer awesome. to summer, easily doubled. Um, yeah. Um, in fact, this next year we're looking into, okay, we have to check the venues that we're moving forward into mm -hmm. to make sure we have the capacity. Because one of the labs uh, in one of the rooms that we had, we stuffed 52 people into that room and it was bursting at the seams Wow! just to contain it all. And so what's so amazing is people are really hungry for the things that God has for us. And so yes. incredibly successful this year. Yeah. Um, I couldn't be more pleased and some new folks stepping into leadership and leading some labs, fun to watch some incredible topics. Um, and just the great feedback from people going, we want more. Yeah. That's so, so good. Yeah. Connecting to people's hunger. That's yeah. really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that's wonderful. And I think the, uh, the other thing is about that we leaned into specifically was about um, the weekend services. Mm -hmm. We really wanted to maximize that opportunity mm -hmm. for the summer because it's easy to pull back in summer mm -hmm. as as a pastoral leadership a lot of people are on vacations and mm -hmm. i'll be honest because mm -hmm. this is what this show is all about this podcast and uh uh in uh years past at other churches the mentality was more like okay it's the summer there's a lot of people gone mm -hmm. and so you know what we just gotta have to get through we just yeah. gotta get through it and you know what? I really don't like that because that that means you're literally throwing two months away. Yeah, and and that is that is that is at least eight to ten opportunities uh, to gather on the weekends. That is way too much to be thinking that it's not effective. And so we're leaning in and saying, no, no, no let's give people a really big reason to come back mm -hmm. and to be here so that we can experience God together and mm -hmm. 
even in their vacation times, that they want to be a part. And so uh, in, we really have leaned into that. And we saw that. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. Yeah, we actually saw a growth of 152 mm-hmm. from one summer to this last summer. And so we saw that growth taking place. So we know that that helped us. And mm-hmm. that is really just kind of a, a thing for us. We, we always have that mentality for mm-hmm. summer, but still you have to engage that mentality every summer. Yeah. Because in June, when everybody's telling you, by the way, I won't be there this, this weekend or the next or the one after that or for mm-hmm. the whole month, and you're just like, wow, okay, I'll hold down the fort. You're wondering who's going to show up. It's easy to kind of think, oh, my word, what are we going to be doing this weekend? What's going to happen? But actually, God always does something really amazing. Yeah. So we continue to lean in on that. So can I can I touch on that? Because there's a thought that I had that, you know, this is new for us, this piece about this, because I think we actually have a bigger engagement with our people during the summer this year because Mm -hmm. we have our we offer such a Mm. great online experience. Ah. That's a great point. In fact, right. I can't tell you how many people I talked about or talked to this year that said, oh, I'm going on vacation, but I can't wait to watch it online. Yeah. Or we went on vacation. Man, it, it was so cool to be able to catch the message while we were on the cruise ship. I kid you not. Somebody said yep. that to me. Yep. I was like, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Um, the fact that we have this other vehicle for people to dive in when they're traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found I did that the entire time when I'm on yeah. vacations. I don't yeah. just, oh, I don't need to go. You know, I'm, I'm on vacation. There's not, I don't want to go track down a new church in the area. I've done it in the past, but I log in yeah. and watch my own church. Yeah. And I loved it. Um, it it's just, it, it's that's unique to us. And so I think what it's done is it's created a, a deeper hunger for people to. Mm connect at a better level. Yeah. I mean, I think we're seeing that with the response of our people, not just this summer, but just in what we're kind of seeing in them personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, in our relationships and the conversations we're That's having as, amongst the staff, Yeah, I think that might be a piece connected mm-hmm. to all this. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I do think that's a major piece, and we really haven't had that mm-hmm. until the last two years, right. specifically yeah. from the pandemic. So that was a huge benefit for us. You're right. People have been tracking with us more over the summer mm-hmm. so they don't feel disconnected in the same ways they have in the past. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I also think it all of the leaders in each of our ministry areas mm-hmm. have really leaned in during the summer. Yeah. I mean, amazing worship happening from our worship team. Yep. All of our speakers brought it, mm-hmm. not just talking about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. I, wasn't, I didn't that mean was it that way. That a shameless plug. <laughs> no. No, I go back and walk about my No, no. Okay, we won't mean. make you say it then, including yourself, I Jennifer. Was, I actually wasn't meaning it that way. Know, I was meaning, know. like, I'm not talking about myself. Yes, that's good. We're not deleting it. It was like everybody yeah. really brought right. it. Everybody did. But student ministries did an incredible job this yep. summer and yep. how Bronson leaned in and yep. JHM and HSM and yep. Heights kids. We had our summer fun Sundays, mm-hmm. you know, men's had an incredible men's event. Everybody leaned in mm-hmm. yep. and really brought quality ministry. Yeah. And I think we are seeing the fruit of it. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. I would agree. So as we were assessing this literally today oh, yeah. and our management team earlier, Conversation. we were looking at this and realizing, wow, those pieces helped us to be successful through the summer. And we do believe that we made up some ground. We were successful in staying on mission and accomplishing our vision mm-hmm. of people experiencing yes. God. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so that brings us now to the fall, because as we were walking through those things for the summer, Mm -hmm. now we're thinking about the fall. Mm -hmm. And when you're coming up with the answers to the question, which is on every game plan, in the next three months, if we focus on these three things, we will be successful. What are those three things? And so we wrestled with a number of different tensions that we are feeling right now. Mm -hmm. So why don't we unpack that a little bit today as we're uh, uh, talking about our fall game plan. And again, all of this is not meant for people to say, hey, for us to tell you what to do. You shouldn't. Mm -hmm. But we're wrestling with these tensions. You're wrestling with your own tensions. Mm -hmm. And we want you to Mm -hmm. so that you can determine what's truly most important so that you'll drill down on it and your team can have that kind of clarity as well. So ours are not necessarily going to be yours, but what was, uh, what were some of those tensions we were discussing? Well, we still feel like we need to grow our ministry partners. I know in children's ministry, I gained a few volunteers over the Mm -hmm. summer, um, but I still am not where we need to be. Yeah. And so I, I think most of us feel that way. I know you touched on that earlier. Mm -hmm. So definitely we still need more ministry partners. And of course, that's also another engagement um, opportunity for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just about what they can do for us. It's really the heart of it is this. We know that there's spots Mm -hmm. and we know that there's specific people that need to get connected with our ministry for their growth. Yeah. So, yeah. And we, we know that becomes a lid. If you exactly. only have so many leaders, that means you can only, you can only, uh, it, it's like a bucket. Yeah. You can only capture as much fruit as that bucket can hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only way to grow that bucket, the, and we'll say that again, the only way to grow that bucket is to grow your ministry volunteer yeah. net. Absolutely. You've got to, you've got to grow more volunteers. You just have to do that. And that very thing of those people volunteering is what's going to help engage them in maturity. That's and honestly, that's where the fun is, right? It is. Oh, yeah. That's why so we fun. do what we do. Yeah. We love what we do because it is a blast. It's so fun to see God doing a great work in people. And it can be done in big and in small ways. And everybody has a gift. I kind of believe what the Bible says. Everybody does everybody have a does. gift. And everybody has more than one. That's right. And we are here to help manage those gifts and channel them in a way that can be meaningful ministry yes. for people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we get to do that. Mm-hmm. So for that, though, we want to bring more in. Yes. And together, our team grows, and then we can handle more. Mm-hmm. So Because I believe God's going to bring us more, and that means we need to grow our volunteers. Mm-hmm. That's good. So that's yeah. a tension we're dealing with. Yeah, for sure. Yes, Definitely. for sure. Yeah. And sometimes that means that you actually add more volunteers than you need. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because you want to be able to hold more fruit. Yes. Right. We actually have that right now at our 9 a.m. service. We have a lot of teenagers, mm. a lot of youth volunteers, way more than we would ideally say that we would want for each service. Yeah. But I say yes to every one of them mm. and I find them a spot. Yeah. And because that's what's important for those teenagers. Mm-hmm. I want if they want to serve, mm. there's a spot for them. Yep. And they have a good heart and they want they love um, telling kids about Jesus and yeah. there's a spot for them on our team. That's yeah. cool. So I've had to coach my team so that they're welcoming mm-hmm. 
and and they don't um, see the excess youth volunteers as a problem. Yeah. I want them to see that this is amazing. Yeah. This is a huge blessing. Yeah, it's good. Uh, what were some of the other tensions that we're feeling as well? Well, one of the one of the big ball. tensions we've we recognized is just the need um, that the world has really for community. Mm, yeah. You know, we we recognize that in our own church, but we see that in the world that there's this just people are looking to belong mm. and be connected. Mm-hmm. Um, we came out of COVID, and that was like, man, people were starving for connection. Starving. I mean, because yeah. you've been stuck in a home for X amount of time. And so that is a real need, yeah. a real felt need out there. And so how do we how do we create that? How do we add that to our game plan? And yeah. so I think we did. We, we called it um, creating, what was it, more community? or Creating community. Creating community. Yeah. So we always do that through life groups. But again, it was how can we grow these groups? And so thankfully, we'd already had that kind of in play because mm-hmm. it's about growing our ministry partners. And we knew that this was a need, even though it wasn't on the game plan. Yep. So this is one of the vehicles in which we do that is through having... Um, life groups available for folks, to, new folks to come and join. Yeah. Um, and so that is going to be a big place where community happens. And, and when training new leaders, that's one of the main focuses we talk about is, look, yeah. this is about that connection piece and studying God's word together. Mm-hmm. But it's the connection first, because if you don't feel loved by your community, you're not going to want to follow what they have. Mm-hmm. And so how do you help people understand that? Yeah. hierarchy of it, that you've got to love God, love people, and then they they will grow and dive in and, and reciprocate. So mm-hmm. um, that's definitely one of them. We also had another one that was your brainchild, if you want to share them, share with them. Mm, my brainchild. Do you want to talk my about brainchild. it, which is in service? Yes. Do you want to say it or no? Or are we going to leave it alone? I was kind of hoping to leave that one. Or a we'll leave secret it alone. service. It's secret. A little secret service. Secret but we solve. did have an idea because we wanted our people to engage. It actually opened up an idea for a brand new service opportunity that yeah. that actually could be as many as 20 new volunteers for us. Oh, yeah. That are already working in a gifting, mm-hmm. and we're just going to try to make it a little more official yeah. to up the personal touch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Create those that's phenomenal, but it's, it, it, it's a benefit to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And people are already naturally doing these things, so mm-hmm. we're like, well, let's just make sure that we're recognizing it, it yeah. and help them along. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's good. So, yeah, Secret Service. Maybe that's what we need to call it. Secret Service. Oh, I like that. Name for it. Maybe that is the name. I like that. It's a great name. It's kind of a pun. Time. It's a pun. The name of the crew. Hey, look there at it is that. Right there. Look at that. Um, I like yeah, that. so I think, uh, you know, honestly, that's, that's something we were dealing with. And we were also, you know, like, Hey, could, we could talk about, you know, again, Hey, are we going to talk about the events this, this, this fall? Are we going to say, Hey, lean into the event and that'll make us successful. Mm-hmm. Well, we did that for the summer, men's events, women's events, the labs. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of events and we leaned into those and that was important, mm-hmm. but really that's those are important now, but they're more secondary to other tensions we feel. Yes. And we know that this is the time to really lean in hard on the life groups themselves. Yes. So we're going to be focusing on that. Mm-hmm. That's the building the community piece, mm-hmm. but also building community through our volunteer teams. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have a bunch of people working in children's ministry. It's not just about getting the work done. It's, it's about... Not being with each other it is and in community and mm-hmm. serving together with people on that Sunday. you actually like 
Yeah, on, which we do enjoy each other. So yeah. on Sunday, we have our team meetings. You know, it for me, it comes down to when I have someone stopping me on a Sunday, mm-hmm. I know I have some tasks I need to go get done for children's, but yeah. I'll put that aside and I'll make sure I focus mm-hmm. on that person. Yeah. Because right now, that person is what's important to me. And I want that mm-hmm. person to feel seen and known mm-hmm. just the way I do. Yeah. And when you model that, mm-hmm. your your team does that as well. Yeah. And That's suddenly, good. you're having a lot of fun on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You are. Because you're visiting with your friends, and you're making new friends, and you're encouraging people. Yeah. And I think one of the ways that this also helps us to recognize success and then actually changes something that we do is that uh, we're available. Mm-hmm. Before service, after yes. service, before mm-hmm. the next service, after service. We don't just like fly in and then fly out. No. We don't go hide in our offices. We're not, you know, we're not trying to get to our cars as quickly as possible. No, no, no. We know. Mm-mm. We know why we're here. Mm-hmm. It's it's to be available mm-hmm. and to love yes. people and, and, and to be able to help them understand their value. We get to do that. Yeah. And so that helps us to know, oh, yeah, we want to build community. We want to be a part of that. We're community builders as well. Mm -hmm. And so that's relationship. So let's lead the way. Let's be a part of that. So I love that our worship team's coming off stage, talking with people after service is over, not hiding back in the green room. To be honest with you, I see that at churches all the time. They are literally hiding back behind stage. It's like, no, why are you doing that? Get out and talk to people. Mm-hmm. You can do this. I know you can. And it's so good because those stories and those people are the things that motivate us in order to do what we do and to serve people well. We serve our church better the more personal it is, the more we know them. Yeah, that's a good Then point. it's now it's now it's truly relationship rather than me just teaching mm-hmm. or singing. Yeah, or even praying over somebody. Uh, so building community, uh, these are all parts of it. So that helps lead what we do and do it a little bit different. So uh, another one that we leaned into on this, we we brought it back from the summer, was maximizing the weekend service mm-hmm. as well with in-person and online. Yeah. Both of those are so critically important for us. They're one for one, meaning... If you attend online, we count you as a, as one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're with us in person, we count you as one. Yeah. And so uh, we're not going to say it's you're only half an experience. You only got 85% of the experience. No, if you're with us on the online campus, then you are a full one. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to diminish that and make it act like you know you don't really care, you're not really leaning in mm-hmm. because you're doing it online. If that's the case, then what's wrong with me? Because I have attended online myself, right? and I know it's all about the heart that I bring. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just the quality and the heart. There's also some strategy involved. Mm. So like okay. Jen Yarborough, she's intentionally doing um, her restoration ministries on Sunday morning because we have mm-hmm. children's ministry. Mm-hmm. And so that's just helpful for our people. Yeah. They're already here. Mm-hmm. They're already and if here. they have kids, there's children's ministry for their kids. Yeah. You know, and Doug is doing that with his groups. So. Yeah, with marriage ministries. Yeah. Yep. And so I have my team meetings after service. My team's already here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I think a lot of us have been thinking strategically around that weekend service mm-hmm. and how we can use that to maximize um, our ministry and what we're doing. For sure. For sure. 
Yeah. So it's been very helpful. Yeah. Now we are going to, bit of a spoiler alert, unpack online campus, online church in an upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk more about that if people have questions, which I think they probably do. We have questions. We have questions. We have questions. We do not have all those answers. We'll be listening as well. That's not what that episode is going to (laughs) be. But we are going to share with you what we do know, what we don't know, and what we're still leaning in on, which is a lot. Uh, But but we see great value as well and transformation taking place in people's lives. So if you question it, we get it, but um, we're on the other side of those questions now and tune into that podcast. We'll unpack that even more. Yeah. But here's what I know is that there are a lot of tensions that people could look to. In the past, we have recognized that part of our success was uh, really helping our people to re-engage with their giving Mm -hmm. because it was a point when that was the main thing because we were literally going under as a church. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that was a reality for us for probably a good year and a half Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on our game plans. That was, that was part of it. It It's like, can we help our people to engage financially? Because if we don't, we can't be successful. We're literally going to be going under So that was part of the game plan. That's very practical but it's important we recognize that. Yeah. Um, and then the giving, uh, or sorry, the the serving piece, mm-hmm. huge, because it was mm-hmm. a point when literally when we came back, it was just us. Yeah. We're like, because we all need... the volunteers had been gone for a whole year. I had we a quarter teams. of my team. Remember? Yeah. Right. So of course, engaging in ministry, serving, building that team initially, we had to come back from that. So people are at all different places now as they enter the fall. And really what we're just asking is for you to think about it. What are the tensions you feel? And if you, while you're talking with either your board or your, 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 your staff team or people who really care about your church, by the time you get to December, if you look back over the fall, what do you think those three things are that if you did them will have set you up for success for the month of December and moving into the winter? That's really where you're at. That's the perspective you want to have. So we think it's these for us. Build community, maximize that weekend, both in person and online, um, and then also growing our ministry partners. So that's what we're going to be doing, and uh, we hope that our people uh, that are listening in uh, will be able to figure out what theirs are. So that will be our challenge. Figure those things out. And it's going to be messy. It's not always exact. You get better at it every time you redo the game plan, for sure. So any last words on this particular conversation about the game plan? Well, and in real time, we didn't even get our rally cry figured out because we couldn't land on wording for it. We are still working on our rally cry. It is wet cement at this moment. It's wet cement. I mean, I came up with the most brilliant one ever, but... You two shot it down hard, <laughs> so we're not there yet. I wouldn't um, say that. I wouldn't no. say shot it we, down We hard. just posed some questions to consider. Yeah, She's so tactful. May or that. may true. not have made the other people jo- agree with you. So anyway, we're going to come up with that rally cry, which the rally cry is just simply that one thing that everybody rallies around Yeah, that really does encapsulate those three mm-hmm things that will help you be successful. So maybe in the next episode, we'll let you know what our rally cry wound up being. So, okay. Great stuff. (laughs) And uh, thank you for joining us for a real conversation about leading people, organization, and change. And if you like this episode, please hit like 
and the subscribe button and the bell notification so you won't miss one episode as it drops. Thank you for joining us today in real time, and we'll see you next time.